I saw everyone on the podcast and I was like, okay, come on. I have to do something worthwhile to get on there. My goal for the end of this year was 500K in funding. And then just from the funded trader, I already blew that out of the water. Hi guys, welcome back to the TFT podcast. We're here with Rafael Kimmel, prominent trader in the industry, YouTuber, guy that knows everything about <laughs> prop firms. Uh, he recently reached max allocation with the funded trader, 600K, uh, something you've been working towards forever. And uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Yeah, pleasure to be on. Uh, I always was like, mm. I saw everyone on the podcast and I was like, okay, come on, I have to do something worthwhile to get on there. And so I talked with you and I was like, okay, let's do this quick. And then we'll have a reason for me to be on. Listen, your 5k payout's not enough. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, that's the thing. We, I compare myself a lot with other people that are in the industry and mm -hmm. they're making a 10k, a 20k payout. And, and, and that's the struggle like that I personally have been feeling of, okay, long-term or just make the, the quick bucks. Like, so, so yeah. Yeah, so you're you're pretty young. You're 22, right? Um, so how do you? You're saying right now you're you're struggling to balance uh, sort of this situation where you're seeing all these profits online, right? And we don't know how much is true at the end of the day. Um, and you're trying to grow your YouTube channel. You're trying to be informative with all the information. You're trying to be very honest and authentic. Um, like, tell us a little bit about this struggle. Like, I'm curious. Like, you know how how much has this affected you in terms of like your trading, in terms of just your day to day business. You know, like how much uh, actually does this impact you? Yeah, I think it it's something that is on my mind like constantly because there's always this this balance of wanting to let people know that we should do this consistently because ever since I started trading, the goal was, okay, get consistent, get a track record, get private investors and make money like that. And then prop firms came up and then uh, I got into the social media game. And then now there's always this battle for attention in a way. And um, basically what it, all the struggles come from me wanting to tell people I am doing this sustainably, mm -hmm. but also me wanting to grow and show people, okay, this is possible by showing bigger payouts. And then I guess that comparing myself with other people also makes my 5k payout, for example, seem like nothing, mm -hmm. you know? So it, it basically has hurt the industry a little bit for the people that are maybe going for a 10k challenge and they're getting the, their $500 payout and they think this is not enough. Like I feel the same thing and, and I don't understand. <laughs> well, basically what I'm saying is that I try to fit my head around the fact that, okay, this is something that needs to happen long-term. Mm -hmm. And if you do this sustainably, then you'll probably surpass the people that are blowing 50 challenges and then getting a 100K payout. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's the thinking long-term that starts to fade away when you see other people succeeding <laughs> yeah. a lot. Because you just want to jump the gun and, like and get yeah. paid, you know? And then being present on social media makes me want to also have those jumps mm -hmm. so so yeah i think that that's the biggest struggle and i think it affects my trading sometimes where now i released a, a series where i'm basically exposing one of the funded accounts that i have and now every trade that i have every trade that i make 
has the pressure of, okay, now I have 10,000 people watching. And then also comes the fact that I'm risking 0.3 on that account. So it's like, okay, even if I have a profitable month, it's like 2K payout. Like, is it... Uh, is it substantial the, it, yeah, compared exactly. to what you see is out there exactly. in terms so, of the money that's being so made. So it, it's this balance that I'm still trying to reach between making it big or doing it long-term very sustainably, and that's it. Yeah, I think it, like at least my feedback to that is it's all about the mindset and the mentality. Um, what you'll learn or, you know, you're young, you're 22. When I was like, I'm 28 now, like when I was 21, I cared a lot about what people thought, right? Like yeah. that's something that was ingrained in who I was and the culture and everything like that. And, you know, I wanted to, um, you know, rise up and beat other people and this and that. And uh, it was certainly something that drove me, you know, in a lot of things that I did. And then and then uh, eventually I started to learn that it wasn't about, you know, what other people had or what other people are doing or this and that or what other people thought. It was only about what I did. Right. Yeah. And what I thought and how I approach things and my mentality. Right. So I think at some point, like you'll kind of ditch that. I think because you're in the social media spotlight, it's like making it such a prominent thing yeah. in, in your life and this and that. And it's only like to your benefit at the end of the day that you're I'm under this microscope and you're putting this pressure on yourself. It really does make you a better trader makes you a better person um at the end of the day so um listen i think what you're doing is not easy <laughs> by any means like it's way it's way like i mean there's something to say about people who give signals like i was people, people shit on people who give signals but people that actually give the signals themselves i'm not talking about influencers that buy signals with someone else and then sell them as their yeah. own people that actually give the signals themselves like that is not an easy task to do and it puts yourself at a very vulnerable state you know what i'm saying um, so for you to be out here showing your funded accounts, like showing everything that occurs on them, like, yeah, there's a, there's a substantial amount of pressure, um, that comes with it. And that being said, um, like trading, it doesn't sound like is like your only source of income. Like, it sounds like you are trying to transition and be more of a, like an entrepreneur, right? Like how are you trend, like transitioning into that phase? Like what is your approach to actually trying to just have multiple sources of income? Yeah, that's another, that it's funny that. What I'm going to say now is going to sound like I'm battling with everything in life. But for example, that's also a battle that you have when you are a trader because there's a stigma. And we were talking about this behind, uh, before the podcast. There's, there's a stigma behind having various sources of income because people think that, okay, if you have other businesses, then you're not making money from trading when both can coexist. So all this all this journey of trying to build a business outside of trading is is quite interesting and i'm constantly i i live with a friend that is also a business owner so we're constantly back and forth about starting new ventures or thinking about using what we already have to make more or just make another um business so it's 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 interesting but once again it's almost like this battle between then also the revenue numbers because in portugal like if I, if I think of a new business in Portugal, we'll, we're talking like 5K per month. Mm -hmm. And that's when I put it to the test to, okay, what is, it, what is more worth it? Is it worth it for me to start this new business or to put more attention into trading and YouTube and et cetera mm -hmm. to then grow the brand and grow trading and grow the trading accounts? And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, normally what I just do is scale what I already have. If it either is doubling down on YouTube or doubling down on the accounts that I have, because that's what happened this year where 
I started this year with the low six figures in 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 trading, and then I just thought, okay, let's ramp this up. I have the opportunity. I have uh, I have the capital to do it, and so and again, the opportunity to like work with the fund the trader and etc. So let's just ramp things up. And that's where, where I got the maximum allocation with, with the fund of traders also got a few allocations with other prop firms. And yeah, that's, that's how I scaled up the year. So yeah, that's pretty to go from hundred K to 600. It's big, big jump. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so in terms of uh, what you said about trying to create these other sources of income in like other industries, right. Um, for, for me, I just focused on, like, this is my perspective, is I just focused on Forex. Like, I just focused on trading because you're in that battle where you're yeah. like, do I just focus more on this? Do I go in this direction? I can make 3K here, this and that, can help cover these bills, whatever. But my advice or my feedback to that would just be like, just focus, or what I did was just focused on one thing to the point where, like, uh, my multiple sources of income become you came in this one thing, and you know I knew so much about every single part of it that it's like now these sources of income can become substantial, as opposed to like oh I'm gonna you know start a restaurant and I'm gonna yeah. start this and this and that you know what I mean and cleaning business and then I'm be a trader. Like I feel like you gotta lock in, especially as you're so young, like lock in on yeah. one topic, and then from there you can just turn that one thing into like huge substantial amount of income, which it sounds like you're starting to try to do, like you're reinvesting a lot of your money um, back into trading. It also sounds like from what we've spoken about, you're potentially trying to get into the business side of trading. Um, obviously a hot topic right now is uh, influencers, you know, in prop trading and influencers starting prop firms. So uh, what do you think are like the positives and negatives to like an influencer starting a prop firm versus like just somebody who's a business owner starting a prop firm. Yeah, I think that being a trader and starting a prop firm, it's you also need a business owner. Why? Because there's th those are two diff completely different roles because one understand <clears throat> the trader understands the public that we are trying to reach, but then the possible business owner, so it would be the mathematician behind it, would understand the reliability of it. So for example, if I if I'm listening to the traders, okay, they want a daily drawdown based on balance. They want a low profit to drawdown ratio. Okay, but then there comes the mathematician and says, okay, this is not reliable. Or if you want to make this reliable, you have to jack the prices up. So it's like, which one do you want to pick? And so I think that having the business owner that is the person doing the financials, the numbers and et cetera is, is great for, for the prop firm. But then a trader CEO, and I think this is the route that you chose too. you understood, okay, this is something that is lacking in the market. It's funding. Like mm -hmm. two years ago, the problem was, oh, I don't have enough money. And now prop firms have completely solved that problem. But I think that traders coming into it, just add a more realistic touch and a more, a bigger connection between trader and prop firm. And I, and I think that's what happens with, with the influencers creating the prop firm. It's like you create this connection with the prop firm. It's not only 
a business that is trying to that you're making a transaction with mm-hmm. it's with someone that you know some someone that you followed for some time so and i think it's a win-win situation at the end of the day it's like you get more possible maximum allocations uh problems have to compete for your attention and so there's there's all this win-win situation i would say yeah and i think as a business owner coming into it the biggest thing is them not understanding like you said the market the customer, um, I mean, you're literally the trader. Like you have uh, an account like with prop companies, you've been reviewing prop companies. Like you're an extremely, like if you were to hypothetically start a prop firm, like you are an extremely qualified person to be on the product side of the business, right? And the marketing side of the business because you just understand it in and out. But at the end of the day, there has to be people that understand the financials and understand yeah. the risk and understand strategy and all of that stuff. So I think that that's important. I mean, um, I wish the best for all the new ones that are out there. I know you're trying a lot of different ones out. Um, what's like a new firm that you've tried out, which you're like, this is actually kind of cool. <laughs> I think the the newest one that I've tried out was my funded FX. Mm-hmm. This was the newest one. Then you have really new ones, uh, two, two new ones that were created by influencers that I know. Um, and those I haven't tried out yet. I have accounts with them, but I haven't actually executed. So I wouldn't be able to say that. But um, the only newer one, because they're not new, they're one year old, was my funded FX. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, those are, the, I'm currently funded with my Forex funds, the funded trader, and true Forex funds. And then I'm I'm looking to get funded with other companies, but um, but yeah, like those are the ones that I have the most experience with, and that's what I tell people to go for. It's like go for the reputable ones. Not nothing against people releasing new ones because everyone was at that stage. The funded trader was at that stage. Yeah, you remember when so, I, I messaged you? I was yeah, like, exactly. Hey, review my property. You're yeah. like, dude, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and the same thing that I told you is the same thing that I tell all the prop firms. Is like, would I love to? post about every prop firm and then have affiliates for all of them. Of course, I would make so much more money, but it's like, it's not worth the possible reputation hit when people get scammed. And <laughs> I got, uh, this is funny. There's one one guy that was talking about people having affiliate links in the description while he was making a video about prop firms. And then in the same video, he said, sorry, because he promoted two, two prop firms that were a scam. Right. Like, and I saw his whole videos and he already promoted four scams. And I'm thinking, okay, who's more reputable here? Me for for having affiliate links, but telling the honest truth and going for the, for the good ones or you that just promote whatever the fuck you want to promote. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's how I look at it. Yeah. I mean, um, like, so for anyone, you're a trader right now, you have 600 K, you know, capital allocation, you have multiple accounts with other firms. You've also grown this YouTube channel. How many subscribers do you have on YouTube right now? Uh, 30,000. 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, what I'm not even going to ask like in terms of when you started, like what the motivation was like right now, now that you actually have traction in the market, right? Like what are some of the things that you're looking forward to, things that you're excited about, like about your current position right now? So right now I'm looking to expand the business in general. I don't know if that was a question of how I want However to expand mine yeah, or ahead. what I'm looking for in the prop firm industry because you have both like I'm looking to expand my business and trading in general. 
So not only getting more funded, even though I don't know if I like I'm not doing challenges anymore because my goal for the end of this year was 500k in funding. And then just from the funded trader, I already blew that out of the water. And so I was like, fuck, do I go for the next level or do I just stick around and make the consistent withdrawals now? Um, but then so I'm trying to grow those two businesses, the YouTube and and um, funding capital and getting money from uh, the funded accounts itself. Um, yeah. And then with the prop firm industry looking for the no time limit to now become a new standard, uh, see how prop firms are competing with each other while still remaining sustainable. Because again, I've told people don't go for the super easy ones. They're a scam. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's the way that I would love to see the industry grow. And I think that that's the, the trend now it's people are going to continue to go for prop firms. It's like, I don't know if you, you said there are 70, I don't know if there will ever be if the market is going to be saturated, saturated, because as you said, like if there's money in a business to be made, then everyone, a lot of people are going to make money. Yeah, so it's going to be players. It'll be big players. It'll be small players, but everyone will try to play. Um, I think regulation will stop a lot of people from being able to get in in some ways, but uh, that's U.S. Regu- like there's you know you get regulated somewhere else, whatever. There'll be these businesses kind of all over the place. So. In terms of uh, uh, your goals right now, right? Like what what are some goals of yours uh, in terms of like maybe materialistically, you know, you're trying to get to in the next like two years or so? In the next two years, I wouldn't be able to tell you. But in the next for this year, my goal was to uh, make 100K from trading and 100K from other business ventures. Um, And... Yeah, I think that's mostly what I work towards. Uh, then I'm not because I'm not that much of a materialistic person. I just chill around. I don't I don't know how to you just spend said you money. You wanted a Rolls Rolls Royce. No, <laughs> I, I said that's a nice level to achieve. Oh, okay. Uh, who know, like if I had the hundred million, I would probably buy the Rolls yeah. Royce. But um, you think very similarly to me. You're like if that's zero point one percent. Yeah, exactly. Of my net worth. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I'm it. Yeah, I, I'm not the type of person that likes to spend money and be flashy mm. and hey, look at me. I'm more of a hey, this is me. I'm a normal guy. So uh, let me ask you a question: If I were to give you a million dollars, what percentage would you put in crypto? What percentage would you put in stocks? And what percentage would you put in funded account challenges? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A million. So I would probably put 50K into challenges. Okay. Just because like 50K gives you. So that's pretty, like mod- pretty modest. 50K. 10 million in challenges. Something like that. So it's like, do yeah. I need that much more? We need the math guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's like 10 million into crypto. I would wait for the next crash. Then I would probably put like 300K or something. And then the rest into stocks. I think stocks is more of the way that I'm moving towards, like Mm -hmm. for long-term wealth, uh, I have my own stock portfolio and that's where I keep, uh, that's where I make my passive income. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. It's because the market is now in a strange place where I think the market is moving lower. The world's ending. Yeah, (laughs) the world is ending, (laughs) uh, but the people in the market are making the most amount of money. So uh, yeah, I think that's, that's the split that I would make, like 50K into so challenges. That's an interesting split. So I wouldn't put I, that much. I put, uh, out of a million dollars I had, I put uh, 37% into crypto. I put about 
how much, probably about 55% or whatever into stocks. And then I put, uh, like you said, about 50K or about 70K into this new project. That's not a challenge, but it's uh, <laughs> it's like a prop. It's like a prop firm thing. It's actually it's actually not a prop firm. It's a website um, that reviews prop firms. So it's like is that like a reviews prop firms? It's basically like a dashboard, and you can then see the information from all the prop firms, and you could do like comparisons as to which ones you want to work with. And so it's kind of like an affiliate site, yeah. in in a way. So my goal is to try to build the largest affiliate site of TFT. <laughs> that's like and it's called the prop firm journal it's like a spin on the wall street journal yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. so i thought about it i have yeah, a discord it's a, already dude, created I mean, these sites it. make so much money it's like it's it's insane but but yeah that's the that's seo is on point then people yeah just yeah you need like blogs on them you need someone to do videos for content you have all your affiliate links up to date like it's a lot of work to actually maintain one of those affiliate sites you'd be doing deals with freaking all the prop firms like yeah. i mean even us like we don't do uh we honestly only do two deals right now uh with like affiliate sites like in terms of like hey pay for a spot on our website you know what i mean and most of them are like kind of bullshit like honestly like they're like hey give us 30k and we'll like put you to spot number 1 and then they like violate yeah, the, then they like violate the contract they're like yeah. move you to number 2 cuz someone yeah. else paid more yeah. there's a lot of this shit going on and i think that it's uh you know it's kind of it's kind of bullshit so we don't pay that much for promotion like we pay for some like at, you know paid advertising and shit like that um but, but yeah that's my new project that I'm, i've been working on it's like started and it stopped and this and that and it's been kind of annoying but we're gonna make it we're gonna make it happen but but yeah interesting that you said the split with the the 50k i think i put out a poll recently and i was like oh the yeah 50k yeah. is the exact number i put out i put out a poll recently and i was like what would you take a hundred K cash or 500 K funded account or, uh, or $2 million in challenges. And like 40% of people said $2 million in challenges. And I'm like, you just take the hundred K cash and buy fucking challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Go buy more challenges. Yeah. <laughs> like it, people are crazy. Why not go for the 500 K and then and if you're confident in then, the trading, you know, most people yeah, aren't. I would, yeah. I would go for but that. Tell us a bit about like, how'd you actually get into trading? How old were you? I was 18 when I got into trading and I joined a Forex signal provider first, obviously did not work. Uh, but then I found the first community that I was on, started learning for around a year. Like I fell in love with trading as with the Forex signals, which was actually kind of crazy. Um, but I was always a financials guy. So I, I remember when I was 16 going with 200 euros to to the bank and ask, how can I invest this money into the S&P? <laughs> yeah. And, they'd, and it was funny because the guy just brought out the spreadsheet and he was like, okay, this is how much you want to invest. This is the commissions you are going to pay. And this is the return you need just to break even. It was like 30% per year. Right. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll wait a little bit. So uh, once I found trading, it was almost like linking the financials uh, side of me, the the person that loves the companies, the investing, the stocks, uh, into making money consistently. So um, that's how I got in, and then it was community, community, then going into SMC, and then ended up finding ICT. And I don't know how I found smart money concepts before I found ICT mm -hmm. because people would always ask me, "Do you know about ICT?" And I was like, "No, who's that?" Um, but yeah, then started diving into his content. And that's when I got 
this cons- more consistent profitability of not big returns. And I guess that's one of the one of the reasons I compare myself so much too. Like not long ago, I was I was looking at my uh, at my notion, and I was like, okay, I'm 15 percent up for the month for the year. That's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Like if I think about that and possible returns in money, that's not a lot. And so that had a negative impact on my trading in general. So so yeah, that it, it was interesting that the comparison game is what fucks the old, me the old the journaling most. came back to bite you in the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then found ICT. And dived into the content. I will, I spent like I don't know six months diving into the content more in depth, and yeah, then it was going for the challenges itself. What's so as someone who I've never watched an ICT piece of content, right? Um, people are probably like, "What is ICT? This and that." Like, how can you explain this phenomenon? Like, why is it actually transformed the your trading? I think that one of the biggest things that transformed my trading with ICT is that he's so confident with what he teaches that it just makes you be confident with what he teaches. It's like, if you are telling me this business is going to work, it is going to work. I don't have no doubts. Probably I'm going to think, yeah, this is going to work. So him with his strategy, his overconfidence was what struck me the most because I finally became very confident in my trading too. Um, And then you have the fact that what he teaches just works and he shows it working and he's been around for so much for so long and he's built a reputation since like i don't know like 2000 and at least 16 from being on youtube um so people gravitate towards it because of that and he inspired a lot of people that now trade smart money like he he says he i'm the mentor of your mentor and i kind of see why he says that um but but yeah, that's why so many people gravitate towards him. It's like the confidence in, is contagious. And then it kind of creates this cult because he's like, oh, it's me against all of these mentors because they're just repackaging. Um, but I think it, it's what you said with the funded trader. Like you want either people to love it or to hate it. And I think ICT goes for the same thing. You either love him or you hate him. So so I think that's why he has such a big impact in the industry. And because he's just proven it for so long. Like and then people are going to say he's oh. not wrong. I follow him on Twitter, so I like, you know, read up his tweets and stuff. And he's very adamant about uh, there's people like calling him out, I guess, all the time. Like I like <laughs> randomly read stuff and I'm like, what is it? And you know, and and he's just like telling them to block like block him, whatever. And I'm just like, he is taking that stance where literally it's I know what I know and I believe in what I know and I know and the opposite of that is a lot of bullshit. So I'm just going to continue to go in my own direction. And if you don't like it, fuck off. And if you do, you know, hop on and let's and let's go. And I think that that's the mentality that a lot of people gravitate towards and they enjoy just from an entertainment standpoint, but also just from like he's a leader of uh, of people. So. Um, I think that he's doing a good job. Listen, the psychology is the biggest thing in trading, you know, from we from what we've seen. So if this guy's elevated your level of confidence, and like you said, in yeah. terms of like business, like I come to you and I'm like, this business model is going to work. Here's my my track record, and your position to do exactly what I'm telling you to do. No, like you're going to be all in. You yeah. know what I'm saying, and he's giving you all the tools. So um, that's amazing that you found him. You know, obviously, uh, I wish that you continue to have success. In everything that you're doing um, with trading, with the funded trader, 
This weekend's going to be, you know, a big weekend yeah. for you, <laughs> big weekend for everyone. So excited to have you here. Um, but listen, hopefully the next pod that we have you on, uh, we're talking big payouts, everything yeah. like that after the 600K. So yeah, thanks for yeah. being on the pod. More than happy to be here. So yeah, let's have a good weekend. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>